All right, uh, David, we have quorum. If you wanna get started. Okay. Welcome to the July 8th meeting of the Metropolitan Planning Organization MPO Bicycle Advisory Committee. <clears throat> I am uh, David Hamby, chair of the committee, and I'm going to let our um, other members introduce themselves, and I'll call on them to keep it simple. Cam, go ahead. My name is Cam Jakes. I'm a county appointee. This is May. She joined us uh, a little over a month ago. Okay, um, Scott. You're an appointee to the committee. Okay, Teresa. Teresa Bowser, the Compton representative. Okay, thank you, Marianne. Sorry, I just caught on. Are we just saying your name? Yeah. Yeah, just introductions. Thanks. Yeah, Marianne Melling, I'm a Lawrence representative. Okay, um, city staff. Yes, um, I'm Jessica Mortinger, transportation planning manager. This is with us Ashley Friars, transportation planner. Do you want me to go ahead and do the intro I have for the rules of the road today? Yeah, is, uh, I assume Jenny's a guest. Yes. Okay, uh, go ahead then, Jessica. Okay, um, we, Ashley and I will work alongside you, David Hamby, as chair to facilitate the meeting proceedings. This meeting is being recorded and broadcast live on the city's YouTube channel. During the meeting, when you are not participating, please mute yourself by clicking on the microphone icon found on the lower left-hand side of the Zoom menu next to the video icon. When you are muted, a red line will appear over the icon. Muting your microphone during the meeting will make it easier for everyone to hear. You just have to remember to unmute if and when you need to speak. In some cases, we may mute or unmute people as we need to minimize distractions during the meeting. Please remember to state your name and title for the benefit of those listening remotely. You can turn on your video on and off by clicking on the icon. That's at the video icon on the menu. For the purpose of this public meeting, keep your video on when you're participating in the meeting. When you're not participating, it's okay to turn your video off. Just remember to turn your video back on when you're participating. If you're participating by phone, you can click star six to mute your phone. For those using Zoom, somewhere on your screen, you will see a choice to toggle between speaker and gallery view. Speaker view shows the active speaker, gallery view tiles, all the meeting participants. Individuals who registered in advance to provide public comment remotely will be called upon by name during public comment. When you're called on, please unmute your listening device and state your name before speaking. There's one person who's signed up today, although they did not indicate what they want to speak on behalf of. So when we get to that point, we will we will provide that opportunity. Um, the chair will then call for in-person public comment for those who are physically present. Currently, there's no one physically present. Um, we will follow social distancing and safety protocols. Um, if anyone does show up and want to wish to comment in, in person, all motions will need to be stated clearly after the motion is made and seconded. Staff will call on each member individually to provide their vote. Staff will then need to announce whether the motion carried in the count of the vote. I will now turn the meeting back over to you, David Hamby. Okay, moving on to item B, public comment. Um, you said we had one person signed up. Is that Jenny? No. No. Okay. So is that person present? I don't believe so. They have not logged in, even though they registered. Okay. Maybe, maybe you want to take the opportunity and let our guests introduce themselves. Yeah, Jenny, go ahead and introduce yourself, please. Hi. 
Um, I am Jenny Kramer. I am the State Bicycle and Pedestrian Coordinator at the Kansas Department of Transportation. Okay, welcome. Thank you for joining us tonight. Okay, moving on to item C. Um, I'm sorry. We have a couple more uh, guests as ex well, they're not technically guests, they're technically ex officio members of the. BBC. Oh, they joined us. Okay. They joined um, us. Yes. Laura. Laura, can you introduce yourself, please? Yeah, Laura McCulloch with Lawrence Douglas County Public Health. I'm a community health planner. Thank you. Welcome, uh, Margareta. Hi, I'm Margareta DeFries. I work for KU Transportation Services, and I'm sorry my video came. Okay, I think that's everybody I see on my screen. Okay. Um, Item C, approved minutes. The April 22nd, 2021 minutes have been posted. Um, do we have any comments or a motion to approve those minutes? Move to approve. Do we have a motion on the table to approve the April 22nd, and then we have a second. Um, any discussion? Okay, roll call. That'll be me. So I, I'm Ashley Breyer's transportation planner. David? Um, aye. Marianne? Aye. Scott? Present. Uh, Teresa? Here. And Cam? Present. All right, so that passes with a vote of one, two, three, four, five, zero. Okay, thank you. Moving on to agenda items. Item number one uh, is recommend approval of the countywide bike plan. Jessica or Ashley? Yeah. We just have a few slides we've put together to review with you really quickly to review the process we went through and um, highlight some of the content of the plan and share with you um, the comment we got. Um, this plan uh, began a long time ago, um, probably in early or late 2018, um, and we have uh, put it on pause for a while while we finished some of the safe routes to school planning and then uh, just recently picked it back up. So when we began this process, we recognized the need to uh, reconcile all of the bike related plans in the region. So for all of the cities, um, the unincorporated parts of Douglas County and Eudora, Baldwin City and Lecompton, that meant their parks and rec plan, their safe routes to school planning, um, and all the other work that had been done. There's really a desire to recognize um, the need for comfortable bikeways um, that are low stress for all users. Um, and doing that based on best practices and national standards. We also wanted to lay out an approach that was more holistic, recognizing um, the culture around bicycling is not just around engineering and built environment, although that's a large part. It also includes large components of education, encouragement, enforcement, and evaluation. Um, this plan and the recognition that we wanted to establish some performance measures and things that we could track um, to track progress um, over time until um, we get to the next process. We conducted a public engagement process that solicited input from people about their um, support um, for why they wanted, you know, for the desire to bicycle. Um, we know nationally that's supported by reasons for health, um, for reasons of economic development, um, general well-being, um, and uh, the need and the need for doing so safely. 
Um, when we asked people if they would ride their bicycle if it, more often, if they felt they could do it more safe, safely, you can see a majority response felt like they somewhat or strongly agreed with that statement. Um, this is a smaller pool of the larger sample that we got because this represents all of the non-Lawrence responses. So um, we'll kind of have to take into that account because we did the, we did started the engagement um, together um, while the Lawrence responses would be you know, residents in the county, um, they don't, they aren't represented in much of this data because it really was represented by the other cities and the uh, people who responded that they were from the unincorporated parts of the county. Um, so we anticipate um, from the Lawrence survey that desire even goes up even more if people feel like they could bicycle safety safely, they would do so. Um, here's kind of just shows you um, while, while things uh, like weather are harder for us to control. There are many of the reasons people indicated why they do not bicycle that we believe could be approached with creative um, solutions, um, not only just you know, dedicated infrastructure construction, um, but also better roadway conditions, um, better enforcement and education. Um, and even so far um, as to say just better planning in terms of definitions of land use. So um, this plan does some of that. And I think um, as it gets incorporated into T2040, we'll see more of that. Um, we asked people, one of the things we really wanted to hear from uh, people about was whether they felt like uh, the needs of people who bicycle should be prioritized with the, uh, those that who use other modes. So, Remember, this is a self-selected survey, but generally there's support um, for prioritizing the needs of people who bicycle as well as other modes. Um, this really gets at the level of comfort. Um, and so again, this is the non-Lawrence responses from the county, but um, based on the responses we got from the public at large in terms of their, their comfort on different types of facilities on uh, commercial streets, you can see, um, from the bottom to the top, this facility type on the left gets more protected. And you can see that really correlates with the national design standards that talk about speed and volume um, and requiring higher comfort facilities um, on those types of streets. So you can see that corresponds closely with comfort. And we reflected that in the call for uh, more comfortable designs um, in the bikeway plan. Oops. Um, this plan set out a, 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 a vision um, and some more specific goals related to each of the networks um, that exist, that were identified and exist um, in the plan. And again, we had conversations um, at our last meeting about uh, re the reduction of rider fatalities and serious injuries. Um, and also then um, since we've added the goal to sign um, and implement um, some uh, through intercounty uh, routes by 2025. So these are the things that we'll work to track and implement um, between now and the next plan as we work on plan implementation. Um, we have put together, we talked about um, all the other E's. Um, and so we look at, besides the evaluation that happens through the goal um, of performance measures, um, there is um, some different responsibilities from things like uh, promoting the rideability map that we're working on this evening um, to incorporating, to implementing safe routes to school where that is applicable, um, to looking at development codes um, and those sorts of things. So as we talked about some of the strategies, hopefully to identify um, and solve some of the issues um, that were addressed that people arose to con as concerns as part of the public process. 
Um, we have, all, of course, all of the system network maps um, in this plan. And so this is, while you can't probably read all the specifics on this, just to show that we're looking at um, inner city connections and throughout the county connecting with other counties. Um, it shows uh, existing and future facilities. Um, and uh, kind of our planned assumptions about whether that needs to be major separation, minor separation, or shared street. Um, of course, that could change with evolving conditions based on the design guide, but it should give you an idea. We have system maps for all the communities, for Eudora, Baldwin City particularly. Um, this coordinates with the Safe Routes to School planning work that we just completed, um, and also coordinates with their relevant Parks and Rec master plans. Um, and so there's some exciting opportunities to develop um, bike facilities in those communities. Um, Lecompton also has a system map um, that actually just built through. Um, one of the calls that we had had when we were working on the Lawrence plan was the recognition that there are interstate and intercounty routes. Um, and we did some work on um, pulling those routes and overlaying them on our uh, mapping infrastructure um, and working through some changes where it was relevant based on our existing built environment conditions. Um, and here's what you're looking at, at the kind of the final routing for those alignments um, through Douglas County, as well as some potential alignments as future infrastructure is built to realign some of that infrastructure as appropriate um, in the future if there's opportunity to make safer, comfortable routes um, before that would happen. Again, this is the kind of level of separation which ties to the design guides. Um, we'll talk about in a second, but the highest is major separation as we're talking about, um, you know, uh, higher volume in uh, urban uh, streets, minor separation, and then shared streets, which um, roadway with the paved shoulder is in that category um, because it doesn't have a designation um, kind of in some national guideway stuff, even though we recognize lots of people use that bikeway uh, type. So just to kind of share that's where that falls. Um, the plan has a design guide. It matches the uh, Lawrence design criteria. Um, and particularly for that for the bikeway design guide in the Lawrence plan, that really stratifies some of those streets and provides some additional guidance, both either on this um, uh, based on NACDO street design standards and UTCD or even small and rural um, town bike and ped facilities. So that'll be really relevant for all of our communities. Um, and here you can see kind of all the bikeway types and where we come up with the idea and our standards around speed and volume um, and appropriate facility type. Um, we posted the plan for final public comment from May 6th to June 5th. And um, while we had 28 visitors to our survey site, um, we got three responses of people who anonymously took the survey, um, generally expressing support for the plan, although provided no additional comments. Um, the technical advisory committee of the MPO recommended approval on July 6th. Um, to send this to the MPO Policy Board. And we're entertaining your comments and conversation tonight um, to recommend approval to the MPO Policy Board for their meeting uh, next week. Yeah. That's a pretty high level highlight of the contents of the plan, but we'd be happy to entertain any conversation you may have um, or public comment if anyone has shown up about the draft plan. Okay. Um, first off, 
Does any of the uh, committee members have any questions for staff? Okay, hearing none yet, um, any public comments? No okay, see, I'm sorry. There's no one here and no one else is doing. Okay, um, hearing no comment, um, then do we have a motion to advance this item? This is Marianne. I motion to advance um, the plan. Okay, we have a motion from Marianne to recommend approval of the countywide bike, bike plan. Do we have a second? This is Teresa. I will second it. Okay. Any discussion on the motion? Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll call, Ashley. All right. So I'm Ashley Breyer's transportation planner. David? Aye. Marianne? Aye. Scott? Aye. Teresa? Yes. Cam? All right. All right. Motion passes five to zero. Okay. Thank you for your work on that, um, Jessica and Ashley. Item number two, bicycle rideability map. All right. So that's me. My name is Ashley Breyer, transportation planner. I'm going to share my screen. Pull up the right Whoop. Whoop. Oh no. Oh no. Oh. What did you do? Whoops. <laughs> that was crazy. I'm sorry. This is where I'm trying to go. That was like inception. <laughs> okay. Here we go. So, a subcommittee was formed at the April meeting. Uh, to look at revising the bike rideability map that was last done in 2016. The committee met lots of times since then. Uh, lost count. Five. Five, <laughs> five. Yeah, four or five times. And we reviewed each of the routes and thought about the level of comfort that we were assigning to it uh, and looked at adding new routes to the maps. And so we have, right now, this is a draft of the lines of the um, suitability of the lines. And that's what we're asking for your approval of today, because this is not the final product of what we will get printed, but uh, we're still working on that. But we wanted to get the lines in front of you. And so this is the legend. And so we have green lines that are suitable for all riders. Shared use paths are the blue dots. Uh, yellow with black are suitable for riders above average skill, and red dots are for experienced riders, and then et cetera. One thing we added to this map this time was looking at the slope of roads. Now, we only looked at, no, we only had slope information for bikeways that were on roads because we only got the slope information from the road. So the green ones, which are roadways, and then the blue ones, which will have slope, are 
shown with slope behind them in the black, the black line. The Parks and Rec is working on doing a slope inventory on the Lawrence Loop. And so once they get that finished, which is the Lawrence Loop here, is here highlighted with the yellow, uh, we'll, we'll add that to this map before we fully get done with this. And so you can see the, the black here behind some of these things here. We also reviewed the difficult intersections and removed a few and added a few in. And one other thing that's not quite there yet on this map are the, these shared use path access areas that we added on this time based on committee input. Uh, we're working with somebody in Parks and Rec and they've designed a little icon that we're gonna see how it works. That'll make probably better than this little green box. And we're also working with somebody in Parks and Rec to do the final design of the piece that will get printed. So any comments from the subcommittee who worked on this or anybody else? So Ashley, um, appreciate it. I, I worked on that, but uh, Marianne and Jackie Margreta were um, great assistance to that as well. Um, so you said this isn't the final print. Um, are you still working on the, the graphics end of things? Correct. Yes. Okay. The text and the layout and, a, and a, uh, we need to talk about a photo cover. Yes. Yes. Okay. So uh, for example, the on Clinton Parkway where there's two shared use paths, um, it's hard to see the slope. It's almost uh, mm -hmm. blur, blurred out around Wakarusa, for example. So I didn't know if that could be made uh, transparent on the background of that blue dot, but um, that's that's my only thing. If you took the blue dots and were able to make it transparent or make the, the line thinner, then some yeah. of those probably show up, show up better. We might just have to add but a other second that, line there. I'm sorry? I was, we might have to just add a second line there in order to make it. Okay. Visible. Okay. So, um, were there any comments from the committee or staff or the subcommittee? Uh, Cam Jakes, uh, David, I think looking at some of these, like Clinton Parkway especially is a great example. I know we've got one on each side of the road, but that kind of muddies that even further. So we're talking about adding a third line to indicate slope as well. Can we, I mean, well, I, know this is, I know this is accurate, but is there a way to just say, hey, this is a bike path, we've got one on either side of the road, I'm, I'm just adding a third line is going to get more confusing. It's, it's already actually there. Um, it's just behind the other two lines. Um, I don't know if it's worth, like you said, to just uh, maybe have a, a, another line type that means shared use path on both sides. That may be an option, but um, I guess I, I'm confident that they can like, oh, no, work it all out. Oh, I'm sorry? Said, oh no, more line types. <laughs> more line types, yep, yep. But uh, so, what, we, what we thought. This is Margreta DeFries from Transportation Services. Would it be possible to just simplify it into one line? I mean, visually, the purpose of the map is just to tell people their shared use path, and people are going to just be able to see that it's on either side of the road. And so, is it really necessary to have two lines? I think that's a good point. I think staff can look at making making sense of that if it makes sense to just pull one line through there. Um, 
I, I don't see an issue with that at all. So there are, this is Ashley Friars, two locations, right? So it would be Clinton Parkway and then 23rd, this um, zigzagging future. one, future yeah. one. That would have, a, that would have, that would be a future consideration. Yeah. So just the Mortinger Transportation Planning Manager, I guess when we're looking at the lines, we're like, are we good with the colors? Not, not necessarily like, are you good with the color of green we chose, but are you good with that street being that color, meaning that thing on the map? Um, I envision once we get a final design layout, we'll send back out just to get final comments in writing if you want to check for edits, like help us proof it. Um, but really at this point, we want to make sure we're not, you know, by the time we get it into a design document that we don't want to come back and say, oh, 19th Street needs to not be green, it needs to be whatever other color, you know, or something like that. That's what we really want to um, make sure that we have the opportunity to vet tonight. The other stuff is helpful though, too. Like I think a single line is, that's a helpful comment. So, right. I, so I the direct us in the right kind of way. Okay. So David Hamby, uh, Chair, we, the committee spent a lot of time going through each one of these. So we'd be happy to answer any questions that, that anybody may have, or if we, we miss something, but um uh, Let's let's see if there's any of those comments, and then we can get uh, get staff finalizing the map. This is Laura McCulloch. I just had one comment. Um, it seems like there's quite a bit of orange, and so I didn't know if it would be better to make the off-road trails a different color, um, just to kind of have a variety of colors. I don't know what the, the best color would be since you do have so many options on here, but it does seem like there's quite a bit of orange on the map right now. Our gravel lines actually turn out yellow when we do them. Oh, really? Well, this makes them look really orange, but the gravel lines on the last writability map were yellow, so. So yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. staff can review that. Yeah. We can look at that. Okay. Any other questions, comments? I do have another comment, and I don't know if this is what you all are looking for right now, Laura McCulloch. Um, are you all planning to have definitions for what these different um, items are on the map? What you know, what is what does it mean to be suitable for all riders, and what is an unpaved trail? Um, just so that people have a general idea about terminology, or you know the the shared use path, for example, those types of things? Yes. So this is the current version of the map and we do have, oh, this is Ashley. We have um, those kind of definitions and that's something we're working on now, figuring out where to put that on the, the final version when it's all made pretty. Okay, any other comments? Questions? Okay. Scott Seeing, Kildare, Eudora um, representative. All right, Scott. Am I good to go? Yes, go ahead. My wonder is if, uh, if cyclists are out there using their mobile device, what does the mobile equivalent of this document look like? If that's mobile friendly and scalability for pinching and zooming on a, a phone screen, for instance. 
We can test it. We have it out there now. Yeah. I'm not doubting it. Just if that's a consideration to put on. It is. So uh, this actually buries, we do have on the, that current URL that's says bike map. We have two versions of interactive maps, one that's optimized for mobile and it's theoretically supposed to be good for that. Uh, so you can move around on a little screen. And that's part of the reason why we do have the two lines right now is when you go on the interactive map, then when you zoom in, you can see it you know, where it is. Um, but probably don't want to have two sets of lines. It's just the more under transportation planning manager. I mean, they are interactive maps and you can use them to zoom in and zoom out to look at areas and it shows a little bit more of the background or other street network maybe to get to stuff, but it's still not um, the same as like using Google Maps or, or any other mapping feature where you can do origin and destination and have it route you. So I think, you know, I think that's a little, it can find an address in place, um, but I think there's still some limitations. Um, on this, this is just our ArcGIS online tool that we use um, internally for mapping and it has this public interface you can use to post an online map. So I think there's still some limitations. I think probably, you know, if we had some of these conversations at um, our first subcommittee meeting where we talked about that because um, Explore Lawrence was interested in a little, something a little bit different, but in terms of providing simple ride maps to people or, um, you know, cyclists who come to town who might want to ride locally. And part of our conversation there is there are nationally apps like Strava or others that most cyclists, if you're, if you're um, familiar enough to cycle, that you might be tracking your rides and you can go find many of those public rides. So this is probably not the same as that tool. And I guess, the subcommittee can talk a little bit about that and their rationale behind kind of where we ended up. Okay, Scott, did that answer your question? I, I tuned in, got dropped and joined back in just as she was finishing up. I think I caught the gist of it though. Okay. Okay, thank you. Uh, David Hamby, Chair, any other questions or comments? Okay, do we have a motion to approve the writability map? Uh, Cam Jakes, um, move to approve the map. And I'll second that. So any further discussion? Okay. Uh, roll call, Ashley. Yep. Uh, Ashley Breyer, transportation planner. David? Aye. Marianne? Aye. Scott? Mm, looks like he's lost. He fell off. Okay. Well, go ahead. Teresa? Aye. Cam? Aye. And Scott hasn't rejoined, so looks like it's passed four to zero. Okay, thank you. 
Um, item E, quick updates number one, Lawrence Bicycle Plan performance measures. Oh, can I interrupt you really yes. quickly? Um, on, the, on the rideability map topic still, we want to arrange a photo shoot or some photo opportunities um, for the cover. Is there anyone who would be interested or um, would help want to help us find a diverse group of people to bike maybe through the new um, bike, signal. bike signal or bike boulevard or any new infrastructure um, to help us come up with something for a good cover photo? Anybody want to volunteer for that? Scott already really helped us. He helped us, if you notice, a lot of the pictures. Scott's in there. Bunch of Eudora kids. I've got a group that goes out Saturday mornings. If if that works, okay. maybe we can arrange coming through a certain area. Just let me know. Okay. Also trailers with kids or, you know, I'm, we're thinking, you know, thinking about what we want to show in terms of convey to people and um, for this map and the users we're intending to attract. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I can put something out like my neighborhood. Uh, we live in the neighborhood, so I can put something out to like a chat group and see if uh, a family or a group of individuals wants to come out and do it. Uh, I'm not sure about my personal uh, time ability right now, but I can definitely reach out to, to people in the neighborhood if that helps. Okay, that would be helpful. We'll come up with some ideas. That'd be great. Thank you. Okay, sorry, David, for the interruption. No problem. Okay. okay, so quick updates. Yeah. Um, we just attached to the agenda the bike plan, the Lawrence bike plan, um, with updated performance measures on page 46. So those are there for your viewing pleasure. They're actually not there quite yet, but oh, we will. Not. You haven't posted them. Yeah. <laughs> we will send an email to you all once they're there. Yeah. Okay. Soon. They'll be there soon. <laughs> yeah. I realized that earlier. That's funny. Sorry, we meant to get those up for you. Okay, so is that the update? It's coming? Yes, that's it. Perfect, okay. So let me get back to the agenda. Item F is other business, which nothing's on the agenda. Is that correct? Any committee members have anything? Okay, seeing none, next meeting is as needed. So, yeah, just the transportation planning manager. At this point in time, I don't know that we'll have anything else. We will send uh, the, the our final kind of proof of the map back out for uh, email comments um, that would just be like technical edits back to us. Um, and then other than that, I we don't have anything at this point planned. So we will just uh, go, as, go as it comes. Okay. Uh, I guess we're ready to wrap up then. We don't need a motion to adjourn. Is that correct? Okay. Well, I um, appreciate staff's time on this and committee members' time. And then thanks for the guests that joined us tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good Thank evening. You.